Speaking of the way of the future, Greyhound Racing. There's been a review and a committee and an audit, and they don't like what they've heard, and there's been some mischievousness. Uh, And I can say on the back of that, uh, having listened and followed the story about Greyhound Racing, uh, it seems they don't really want to help themselves. And I would even go as far as opining um, Greyhound Racing industry on notice over transparency, animal welfare from the minister. In our lifetime, we've seen things disappear. Many things, like circuses with animals, like animals smoking cigarettes at the zoo, those chimpanzees and all these sorts of things. I think the next thing to go will be greyhound racing. That's my belief. Um, I just think probably these things fade away. Less and less interest. And people think, hang about. We're breeding these dogs to race for gambling. And a lot of the dogs don't make it and they're euthanized. Which brings me to a more interesting question for me. So I think we can broaden that out. And I will say it's harness racing. The question I'd like to ask you is what do you think will no longer be around in 20 years? I'll kick off. I reckon it's going to be harness racing, banks, and real estate agents. I'm not saying we should have a sweepstake. I don't think I'll be still on the show in 20 years' time, but I'm curious to know what you think will be gone in 20 years' time. Richie, it's Marcus. Welcome. Uh, G'day, Marcus. Uh, Interesting topic you got there. Interesting topic you got there, Marcus. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, I think... What I reckon the five top jobs, or the five jobs that will be gone by 2020, travel agents. Oh, it's, 20, it's, 20, it's 2020 already. Sorry, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're, you're spot on there. 2041. Um, tra- travel agents? Travel agents gone, mate. Evans online, cheaper, and contactless, obviously. Um, taxi drivers, they're gone. It's all Uber. It's all um, whatever else that's going on there. Um Store cashiers, obviously everything's, you know, payless. You go to Kmart, pack and save, countdown, everything's, swipe your groceries, swipe your card, you're out. They're gone. So obviously less jobs for that. Um, fast food cooks, gone. What? Um, fast fast food cooks? Yes. Oh, that'll, be, that'll all be robots, eh? Yeah, exactly right. You know, like I remember that uh, movie uh, Back to the Future when he goes in the store. And Michael J. Fox, and he, he wants to order something. There's a robot there. I only saw the first one when they went backwards. I never saw the one when they went forwards. Oh, yep. And um, just another thing, maybe headphones, video, you know, um, headphones with, obviously, with cords. I've seen there's a couple of people I know still have cords on them, plug into their phone and stuff. That, they'll be gone. Voicemail, they'll be gone. Voice, it'll sure. be like um, send a Gee, video. But, yeah. You're like a Stuff futurist. Like that. um, okay, that's a good list. Okay, I appreciate that coming through with that. Yeah. Let's, hope, let's hope the uh, fast food robots have kill switches in case they pivot from fast food to killing. Marty, it's Marcus. Good evening. Yeah, hi, Marcus. I want to talk about the future. Yes. Uh, one thing I think will be in the future, a job that will be lost will be fences. 
because we're going to have no more fences on the farms in New Zealand in the future, thanks to uh, technology. Oh, they'll have those um, things around their neck. Yeah, electric shock collars. Yeah. Have they? Because yeah. I know you get, Have they started with that yet? Yes, they have. Um, they have. They're not working so good on the sheep, but they're working right on the cow. Yeah. But no good with predators like deer or possums coming onto your land, unless they've got a collar. Wow. Well, you need some sort of drone for that, I reckon, like a machine gun drone or something. A kill drone, eh? A heat-seeking kill yeah. drone that'll do pets. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. fair enough, a, yeah. A pest, pest killer. But Doc will be on for that. Because it's probably quite a... I don't know about you, Marty, but when you get fences in, right, and you see how much they do in a day, it must be quite a satisfying job. Oh, yeah, it's very it's very satisfying. Oh, when, you have a good, when everything goes right, you don't have to do it again. It's pretty satisfying, yeah. Yeah, okay. Have you seen stalls at the field day for collars, shock collars? Uh, yes, there's there's two. There's like an Australian one and a New Zealand one. Yeah, yeah, that, they're um, starting to do it. it um, it's quite expensive. Yeah. And then you <laughs> walk around. You, you walk around your farm. You get on. You get on your, an aerial shot of your farm, and you put the boundaries on there. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, it's, it'll be really good. Like what I'm doing now, I'm looking at the Springer cows. It would be really good if it just let the Springer cow get over the virtual, well, digital fence, or no, not even digital fence. It would be great to let the Springer cow on the long grass and hold the hold the cows back that haven't calved on, on you know what I mean? Yeah, it could do but a lot of you, things potentially. But would you have to have something there visual for the cows to know that that's where the shock is, or would they just no, remember? No. Uh, when you set up your paddock on your phone or on your iPad, it, when they get close, it starts beeping, and ah, so they know okay. they to go into the okay. beeping area. And if they do go, then they get a little shock. And if yeah, yeah. Oh, so the like beeping's that. the beeping's all in the collar, so it starts beeping when yeah. they think, hang on, turn I, I, around. I think yeah. it's three steps. It's a beep, a vibrate, and then a shock. Yeah. Sorry, there's there's a few things. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. But I've also heard of robot fencing machines. These are being tested at the moment to put on posts. So you just drive along with the tractor. But these are for the, I guess for the sheep farms or whatever. And they just whack the posts. And have you seen those? Uh, have you seen those big diggers in the forest cutting down the trees and like slicing them and taking all the branches yes. off? It's kind yes. of, it's kind of like that, but a post rammer. And so it just sticks outside the tractor and sort of whacks them in as you drive along. Because the greatest thing for the farmers would be not having to open gates. Yeah, well, I've already figured that out. There's a, there's a gate opening system that works. What is it? It's called a bat. It's, it's called, well, you could, could do it. Um, it's called a bat latch, and it's like a little box with an alarm clock, and a little thing turns around at 5 o'clock in the morning. And lets the spring go, and the cows walk to the cow shed. That's been around for about ten years already. Yeah, that's really good. But what about when you're driving around the farm and you've got to stop and open gates the whole time? That hasn't been figured uh, out yet, has it? Oh uh, no, no, no. Um, you know, you know, um, bungee jumping. Yes. Now you've got your elastic bungee. Well, there's an electric fence version of that, so it goes across the gate, and you just ride up to it on your Can Am or on your motorbike or your mountain bike, and you just. Uh, put your foot over it and ride over it, and it, and it stretches, and it gives the cows shocks. It's like a elastic uh, electric fence. Yeah, 
that's that's been done as well. There's a See, lot the, been con- done. the countryside's going to look quite different with no fences. I'm quite fascinated by this. Yeah, yeah, it could be interesting. Yeah. How how yeah. far away is it? Well, you can get it now. It just costs it costs a lot. Perhaps if you're changing a cropping farm with no fences to a dairy farm, you look at it because like to buy a Australian post now is like thirty or forty bucks. You need quite a few, quite a few of those. But, but but if you've already got existing fences, it's probably best just to use your use your fence. Oh, yeah, I want to talk more about that, Marty. I think that's quite exciting. Thank you for that. There we go. I had no idea about that. Fences going. Barry, it's Marcus. Good evening. Hi, Marcus. Um, one of recent times it's disappeared is uh, plastic shopping bags. Oh, that's a very good point. It's an extremely good point. And plastic yeah. straws will go and balloons will go as well, won't they? They will. But I think you're wrong about horse racing. Greyhound racing, I think it's it's... It, it, uh, it's on the way out, but definitely not horse racing. Horse racing, it, you know, it, it'll be here in 100 years, Mark. Yeah, but first they'll come for the dogs, then they'll come for the horses. You know how it works. Ivan, it's Marcus. Good evening. I can think of two things, Marcus, that have gone in the last 20 years. First thing is Georgie Pie. Yeah, exactly. Would it be Would it be 20 years or more than 20 years ago? Well, actually, that's a really good question. When I was thinking about it, I was thinking, could it be more than 20 years? I'd say it'd be like 90, it feels like about 99, 97, 98 to me, but yeah, okay, yep. Didn't some of them try and come back and do a, a rebranding or, you know, a re, rebirth or whatever, but didn't make it? McDonald's did them and they were pretty good, but they stopped it because they said there wasn't demand. I just think their heart wasn't in it. Exactly. And Marcus, the second thing that's gone in the last 20 years is the uh, local school swimming pool. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when my kids were young, we used to go to the pool. We used to have like a sort of barbecue day at the school and you'd, you'd take your togs or your wetsuit and your flippers and you'd jump in the pool with the kids. Now, most of them have gone and uh, have been replaced with extra classrooms. I don't know what happened there, whether they whether they couldn't get the funding, whether they, was, um, they didn't want to poison or drown the kids, but it does seem to be surprising. Yeah, I think it was an extra cost to the government um, that they just didn't need. It was cheaper to send the kids down to the local pool um, in your area, you know what I mean. You could have you could have five or six schools going down the local pool in your community, as opposed to having five different swimming pools at, at, at each school. You know. Do you remember when you used to go to the primary school uh, bath and you had to walk you had to walk through the foot the, that like a foot trough first to, to treat your feet? That's right. That's right. And also in the holidays, my mum used to um, we used to hire the key for the local pool. And, uh, you know, I'd have a key in, in the holidays and we'd go down to the school pool and swim around with our mates. You know, it was, it was something to do in the holidays. Chris, it's Marcus. Good evening. Evening, Marcus. I reckon in the next 20 years you won't find a road map book like you used to have all the cities of the North Island and you used to sit there and argue with your wife whether you turned left or right. It's probably worth investing in them. Because they'll probably be collectors' I- they'll probably be collectors' items, and they're pretty handy. Yeah, because everybody just googles things. And another thing that I'd personally like to see disappear would be movie theaters. It's my torture. I hate them. Which is kind of weird, Chris, because you're thinking if you'd hate them, why would you go to one? Well, I don't. Okay, <laughs> I well, stay well. away from them. <laughs> Look, they just you, the people that go there just. <laughs> annoy the bejesus out of me. I just come out of there so wound up that I, my wife refuses to take me. When did you last go? Oh, I've been to the movies for oh, probably 10 or 15 years. I just refuse to go there. 
Because I'd be pleased to report, Chris, that the, the, the development now is people, most people in the movie theatres are on their phones. So you've got, yeah. bright, you've got lights and reading and texts and stuff this, the, the, the whole way through. Yeah, talking through it, kicking your seat, rustling papers. Oh, it's just like a living hell. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm hearing you, Chris. Thank you. Good evening, Alan. Yeah, hi, Marcus. I reckon, you know, we're going to have one of the biggest changes that have been known for a long time in the next um, next 20 years. And I, I, believe... I, 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 enti- I entirely agree. I'm glad. I think retailing is going to go. The retail shop is already showing signs of a downturn, and people are already ordering mail order from many overseas shops. Um, you know, I t- look, I, I, I totally agree. I think retail as we know it is gone. Yeah. That, that's what I think. I think that's really all I can add. It's a sad and, 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 Alan, the only people I know that go to shops now are to try on shoes or clothes before yep. they then go and buy them online. Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. Look at the changes, Marcus, we've had. When I was a young chap, we had Friday night trading. It went. You know... And then for a while they tried to make shopping like an entertainment with the big malls, have a coffee and you'd go and try stuff on. But you go to the malls these days, you've got a massive big chemist and a couple of – they are – yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy.